Hey, hey. Brock Purdy NFL MVP. Hey, NFL MVP. Got, we were hey. just saying that last podcast. He we is did there, and that is crazy. It's gonna happen too. Like I'm in the like blink a, of an eye. He makes like seventy k a year, which is crazy. Welcome in on another episode of the Outside the Lines podcast. Today, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Craig Bracken's on with us. He's going to do a little bit of a season preview, talk some Iowa State basketball, and of course, preview the Cyhawk game this Thursday at Iowa State at 6.30 p.m. And we'll talk a little bit about the Liberty Bowl matchup, the rematch of 2017. And of course, if you are listening to this, then you know that we are brought to you by BNC Fieldhouse. So head on over to BNC Fieldhouse for the best drink deals on Welch Avenue, as well as the best place to watch the big game. So we got a jam-packed Thursday. We have Iowa State playing at 6.30. So if you're not heading to Hilton Coliseum, then head on over to BNC, check out the game there. And then after the game ends around 8.30-ish, whenever that may be, they have an ugly sweater bar crawl on December 7th. So immediately after the game, from 9 to 10, at BNC Fieldhouse, and then 10 to 11 at AJ's. And depending on when the game shakes up, there are dollar mugs going on from 8 to 9 at Mickey's. So head on over there after the game. But please cheer on your boys in Hilton Coliseum if you're able to make it. It's going to be an awesome game. And we'll get into Cyhawk a little bit later. But right now, we need to talk about our Cyclones having another rematch of 2017 against Memphis in Memphis. Another away game to end off the season. I personally love it. Newt, what are your thoughts? We'll, we'll, we'll go around the circle. What are your thoughts first? Um, I think it's it's all right. Um, I, I don't know. We took over Memphis last time we were there. It was very cool. Very memorable game. I, I feel like it kicked off the Matt Campbell era, so there's a lot of like positive nostalgia around it. But I do think it would have been nice to go somewhere else, play a different opponent um, and just maybe get uh, a kind of a new experience. So I don't know. It's kind of weird just playing the same team in a bowl game, like five years later in the exact same bowl that I feel like there, there could maybe have been a little bit of spice added to our bowl game. Like there's a lot of teams that make bowls. Like you could probably figure out something that's not the same thing as 2017, but oh, I kind of love it. I mean, it's not the best bowl to get into, but it's, it's so poetic because the 2017 season going into it, there was actually maybe maybe it's not to a T the same, but there was a lot of hype with Jacob Park. Obviously, that you know went down the drain. And then when we had Kyle Kemp step in, our third string quarterback, no one thought we were going to do anything. And above all odds, Matt Campbell just overcomes like crazy because he's that's what he does. He's an overcomer. And. Yeah, I mean, you might not say that 2017 was our best season, um, but it was a hell of a season for what we were expecting. And I think that's very poetic to what we're seeing right now. We no one we, we were predicted to win four games tops, I think, this year, three to four games. And obviously, with this young roster, you know, Campbell already had so many of them step in right away. Rocco Beck emerges and boom, it might not be the best season ever, but hell, I'm very proud of it. You know, I'm good at loser talk. I'm I'm good at looking at the glass half full. And yeah, maybe we could have gotten into a better bowl game, but I personally like this and I think it's purely from a nostalgic standpoint. Craig, what are your what are your thoughts about Liberty Bowl? Are you heading down to Memphis? Man, I wish uh last time I was in Memphis, uh played against the Grizzlies and boy did I eat good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great place for some barbecue, I tell you that. Um not going to Memphis, but I mean at the end of the day, they're in a bowl game. You get to watch them in a bowl game. Um, like you said, with with so many bowls and teams with the same kind of, you know, uh, record, you could have put somebody else in there. Um, like, like Newt said, somewhere new would have been great to say, like, you know, the fans never been there before, and now they can travel there and experience that. They know what they're going to get themselves into. Maybe that helps Iowa State win because I think Memphis is what nine and three this year. So technically, they say Sounds what a better great. team at home, so away game. So, but I mean, it's another bowl game. Like you said, they weren't predicted to be anything this year. 
Um, the quarterback wasn't supposed to be the quarterback, and he ended up being really good. The team is super young. It was freshmen and sophomores, I believe, is what I heard when I watched games. I'm not the mm-hmm. biggest stat guy with the football. I just kind of watch it and be like, nice. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think, like I said, Matt Campbell, the, I mean, the guy figures it out. That's just what he does, and that's what he's been doing since he's been on. So regardless of his team, if you count them out for nothing, they'll get to a bowl game. If they're predicted to get to a bowl game, it's scary what they might do. So, I love it, man. I, I think the reason why I'm I'm okay with it, because, again, it's not the best bowl game, but we also can't remove the context of our season. We lost to Ohio. Yeah, we got better throughout the season. That's what young teams do, or I should say young teams that are coached well, which is Iowa State. You know, they get better throughout the season, but – we had a pretty damn bad loss against Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know. Is Iowa a bad loss? It wasn't a perfect season. So I'm not going to get too heated about, oh, we should have, could have been in a better bowl game. Yeah, we could have. But guess what? We get another chance to show Memphis that we run Beale Street, which I think is awesome. D- could you imagine if we go in a second time at the end of December and, with just bombarding Beale Street with Cardinal and Gold and win again. Like I'm, it hasn't happened yet. Knock on wood. News already mad at me. <laughs> well, see, I think that's the reason why uh, it going to the same bowl site is not that great because I think you're gonna have Iowa State fans who are like, we just went there, you know. Like I, I might not make the trip down to Memphis because we just went there five, six years ago, you know. Which I think that's a lot of the excitement of a bowl game is you. <laughs> Could go somewhere new, um, but I don't know. Um, I, I'm not being like, oh, Iowa State fans don't travel because we travel everywhere and we'll we'll certainly fill up the stadium. But last year, or I think the last time we were there, it was like almost a 50-50 split on Cyclones in Memphis. And I think yeah. that might be a little bit more in Memphis' favor this time around just because it's a such a quickly repeated bowl site. I'm not going to lie. That's a really, that's a good point. I, because I'm doing exactly that. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to go to Memphis this year. Maybe I could. I think I actually have an extra vacation day. Shoot. I'm, I'm divulging too much information at this point, but yeah, you're, you're spot on. I, yeah. Damn. I don't, damn it. Newt. Damn it. This is, this is what I get for talking to a guy who always goes with the glass half empty approach. (laughs) Newt is smart, man. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, uh, it'll be a good one. I'm really excited for it. I think, um, and I think Memphis is it's going to be just a fun game. I don't know. I I, I'm excited for it, and this is absolutely loser talk. This is what you get when um when I have the mic. But uh, I just like that we have another game. Like it's so demoralizing when you. Um, play your entire season, play your ass off, play through injuries, play through hurt, whatever it may be, um, you know, people transferring. And then you don't even have a last game of the season. You can just watch from the bench. Everyone else just, you know, Squidward meme. And um, it's it just it kind of feels good just to have one last game to look forward to at the end of it. Um, I don't really think we're going to have too many players sitting out either. Um, maybe like TJ Tampa, some guys who are who are, you know, looking toward the draft. Can't blame them if that does happen. But it should be a good, you know, one last one last time before we enter 2024. Um, any last thoughts on Liberty Bowl before we move on? Well, I was going to say, you didn't like how we ended the season last year by losing 62-14 to 14 to TCU? That was I did fun. not love that last year, no. <laughs> was not a fan. Not Honestly, fan at that point, though, I was cool with not having a bowl game. I'm like, yeah, let's just... Let's just close the book. Yeah. This one's yeah. That was a rough year. Well, but. TCU kind of ruined it for everybody with their uh, you know, whole situation. <laughs> they did, which segues us perfectly. We won't talk about the college football playoffs a ton, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. You know, TCU. Uh, people said they shouldn't have maybe even been in last year. They lost the conference championship to Kansas State, um, and the co- committee made the right decision to let them in. And it was proven that it was the right decision because they went toe to toe with Michigan and beat them. Yeah. So I'll let someone else just start us off here with the whole Florida State omission and Alabama getting in. Um, Craig, you know, you you were talking a little bit about it, just coming from a perspective as an athlete. Like, how how does that feel? Like, if you're a Florida State player, what's going through your head right now? You're 
it, it's unfair. It, it is unfair. As a as a play as as the current Florida State players are not going to understand it until later, you know, um, because I had a friend tell me a perspective, and then I thought about it as we were talking about it. To uh, 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 Jalen Hurts got hurt and got replaced by a Tua during a game. You know what I mean? So if say there was college playoffs, was there college playoffs then? No, right. I think so. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I think it was in the national yeah, championship game. Right, right, right. So imagine before they got selected, say Jalen Hurts gets get hurt, and now two is the backup. Does do they not get in? Kind of how what they're doing to Florida State. And I get they the last two games they didn't play well. Uh, Florida they didn't really look good. Louisville's not really that good, and they couldn't really score. But it's one of those things where just because it's the backup doesn't mean it's over because everybody else on that team. Blood, sweat, tears, you know what I mean? They, you know, they, they went undefeated. But at the same time, the 11 and 0 with their main guy, I can't remember his name. Um, Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. Jordan, I mean, he's a stud. I mean, let's, everybody yeah. knows. Without him, they did go 2 and 0. It didn't look, it, it was nowhere near. They were top five, I think, in offense with uh, Travis and then 70 something when he went down yeah. those two. Like, you got to see, you got to understand that. And they are not going to, especially with NIL deals now, they are not mm. going to let a TCU Alabama happen again. Or Georgia, Alabama. Yeah, Georgia. they're not going to, yeah, Georgia. I mean, they're not going to let that happen again. Cause I mean, they lost half their viewers at halftime. <laughs> I mean, I'd stop watching it. I did. Like, I, I can't even lie. It was, hor- <laughs> it was a horrible game. So you, it's business now. It, it, it's showing that it's always been a business. Now it's, you're able to talk about that it is. So it sucks. It does for them. I do feel bad. But as being older now, and it's been a while since I've been a student athlete, it's business. You get paid. They're not the Florida State players ain't gonna give their NI half their NIL money back, are they? To get in. They're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna listen to that. You know, I'm 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 on the I'm I'm half and half with it now because I can student athlete side and then business side, like sorry. I think it's it's as simple as um, ESPN SEC ratings. Um, yeah, it's 100%. as someone who works in the sports media, it matters so much. Um, working here for Fox and the World Series when it was the Diamondbacks who came out instead of the Phillies or basically anyone else from the NL, they were like this absolutely is terrible for our investment and having the rights to it. And then it was the lowest watch world series, I think in over a decade or something. So, and, and that's the thing is like, too, is that what I hate about the CFP and which is why I'm glad it's going away and expanded to 12 is that ESPN owns all of the games. They own the sec. So it only makes sense for them to like, like they own the sec network. It only makes sense for them to boost like, that profile and push it on like their agenda and shit. And so it's like, I, I knew going into it, whoever won between Bama and Georgia, one of them was getting in. Like, it was like, there was no doubt a team from the sec was not going to be in this. No. It was just like, if Texas loses or looks bad, do they get screwed? If Washington loses, do they get screwed? And they're like, Oh, everyone actually won. So we just have to screw Florida state and go off of this. Like, you know, he's injured. Um, and I, I, I genuinely don't think it would have, like, I don't know, like, really mattered in the grand – like, I don't know what – they probably would have knocked out Texas if, like, he was still, uh, yeah. you know, hurt, they would have been like, Bama has – I don't know. The, the, the rings people were jumping through to say that Bama was somehow better than Texas if they won. Um, though Texas beat him straight up, and Tuscaloosa was wild. So, I, I mean, Greg brought up a really good point. Um. Kyle Kemp was a third string quarterback, beat Oklahoma in Oklahoma. Now, I, that's just me finding a way to reel it back to Iowa State. But, yeah, you, you can't count them out. And at the end of the day, when you know people say, like, play the games because the games have to matter, like you're removing all of that by letting Alabama sneak in. Now, from a completely unbiased perspective, um, I'm happy it happened. <laughs> I would much rather watch Alabama-Michigan. And the best take I saw online was you saw how Michigan reacted when they saw they're playing Alabama versus Florida State. 
that showed exactly that the committee unfortunately made the right decision. But that's what's messed up about it. There's two. Yes, what's up? Could you imagine though if this ha- if this happened to Iowa State, we would actually I oh would go God. I would go burn down the college football playoff. Oh, I'd yeah. actually go burn. I'd find exist. where the headquarters is and I would burn it down. If they would have left Saban and Alabama out again, they would have burned it down. <laughs> like, I mean, they were. I really think they're afraid of losing the SEC. I, or I I think the SEC would have just tried to depart from the NCAA if if they didn't get in and. Again, just being, own, they can start their own conference. They can start their own. Everything. They could, and honestly, they they're good enough. They got enough money. They probably could find a way to do it. But I just I think you know as as a as a outside perspective, I would agree that Alabama is better than Florida State. Florida State's got a hell of a defense, and like you said, their offense took a, a noticeable dip when Jordan Travis w- went down. And I, I don't know. It's it's clearly unfair. But, who did but they the two beat, though LSU Louisville in week three, LSU was good. LSU in week three, but week three. They have the best win That's the issue. of like, like they they what they scheduled two good opponents this year. I mean, oh they yeah, the non, they did they did go in the non-con. Their non-conference they was, but so like their it, strength of schedule because of the ACC was like seventy fifth. I just saw I think that. it's fiftieth. It's it very low compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you set the the uh, what is it. The precedent that you are in a Power Five conference and you go undefeated that you don't get in the college football playoff, you're just opening up a crazy. We need eighteen. I don't care what. They, I mean, they're going to twelve. Well, so yeah. it's nice they're that this won't 12. be debated. And that's what then was flawed about it from the get-go. Then they like, want forty-eight. Then it's going to be the NCAA men's mm-hmm. basketball field of sixty-nine hundred, and then no. everybody gets a chance. And can't do <laughs> no, that. It's eventually going to like go back down to. Four, because it's just going to be the Big Ten and the SEC are going to be the yeah. only conferences left. And actually, yeah, then there's going to just be one super conference where the Big Ten sheds all of its dead weight and the SEC sheds all of its dead weight. And you're just going to have like basically NFL minor league. And then <laughs> that's actually what's going to happen. <laughs> just give but it 20 years. NFL Less than 20 years. To stay in the NFL has to play against the NCAA champion. <laughs> New, if that happens, I'm going to pull your saying. Everything will regress to the mean. Like, let's say Ohio State, Michigan, go to SEC 10 years from now. Well, that just means different recruits are going to be like, I'm just going to say it out loud. So many recruits are going to be like, dude, I could go to the SEC, maybe get one year of play time. And yeah, maybe maybe strut my stuff when I do. Or I could go to the Big 12, Big 10, whatever you want to call it at that point. And show my stuff right away it's going to regress to the mean if that were to happen but yeah this just shows the college football playoff committee that's a flaw in the system the college football playoffs being four teams when there's five power conferences that's a flaw in the system yeah so there should be an algorithm there should not be a committee is i'm not a big i like nil i don't like the transfer portal yeah i don't like it for the sake of the transfer portal should only be for people for kids injuries um if their coach leaves the original person who they wanted to go with and that's it. Cause yeah. there's people. It, and it's hard to say that because it's like a person like, uh, you know, you go to a small school, you go to Drake and you kill it. And then now you're at Kansas and now you're a number top five pick because you're getting looked at. I, I do feel for guys like that, but you got guys right now transfer portal. Like I think it was the kid at Oregon State. I think he's tra- the quarterback from Oregon State. Oregon yeah, State. DJ Ungulele. Why are you trying? You're killing it. Your team was because you don't know what conference you're going to be in. That's why. Like, and, and I think his backup is transferring too. It's like it's because because he in Oregon State's he got a go, great head coach, but he can go to a Indiana or I don't know. You know, like one of these in a big conference and take over a bigger. I don't. I don't know. I, I just. I just feel like these kids are just doing that. It's like I had a good year at Hawaii. Now I'm about to go to Auburn. I had it's just like yeah, yeah. It messes with their development, but yeah. Um. Anyway, this is good. This is good stuff. Uh, move on over to basketball preview. Unless you guys have any thoughts on football before we uh, close the book on football. I'm good. Nope, that was my right. most football I've had talked in a while. <laughs> Dude, I, I love talking football. It's fun to talk football it with is. some basketball is. goats, Craig. That's fun. Um, okay, <laughs> speaking of basketball goats. Um, speaking of goats. Damon Lipsy. Lipsy, I was just about new, to say, I'm right there with you. 
I'm passing the torch to you, Newt. I, I, I just want to say I 100% called this the last time we were on an episode together. 100% called this shit. You so, said Lipsy was... I said he was going to develop a I, shot. I think, if I recall, I remember agreeing with Newt. Like, hey, this kid is... He's different. Like, he's tough. Like, I, I didn't... Now, I'll be honest. Did I think... What I'm seeing right now, leading the team in all categories, is kind of crazy to me. That's a part that I don't like because I don't think that we'll talk about that. I'm sure. I'm sorry, I'm jumping in. But I know where you're getting Newt to, was though. on, and I was right there with Newt. Like this kid's special. He is. He is. That that's my first point. You can you can take it away again, Mason. I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything else, dude. Like he he's incredible. The seventh. Cyclone in history to have a triple double. Craig, are you on that list? Have you had a triple double? He didn't have good enough teammates to get 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 some. I could get the (laughs) I could get the rebounds. Ah, you know, there's there's a few. You know, not we're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. If if Deontay Garrett figured out his shot before uh, before after he left, Deontay right now. Give me Deontay right now. It, it were it, no one wants to see us. This dude is out of his mind. I just talked to him the other day, actually. Um, this yo, I I haven't seen somebody. It's almost and I'm I'm this could be, and there's no disrespect. G, DG DG, no, he'll probably be laughing if he hears this or if he knows that I said it because I'll tell him. It was almost like Ben Simmons coming out shooting out step backs, and I'm telling you, DG, they would not guard him. His shot. Now DG is like when he crosses half court, don't let him shoot. What? So so technically he was a little bit of Heyman Lipsy last year. Because I mean, all I want to say this because Newt is always the first one to point out when he's right, which by the way, I just don't do it very often. I was so right about Rocco Beck. I'm just gonna get that out there. I, I, I am right a decent amount, and I'm also wrong a lot, way more You're than You're wrong right. way more. So Taman, what what I thought about him was he is incredible. I love the way he commands an offense. I just I wasn't confident that he was going to get his shot figured out in the offseason. And I think he already has. Um, one thing that I saw about him, uh, shout out Sean D off wide right Natty White. He had um he's increased almost all of his metrics as far as effective field goal percentage has increased by 10%. Offensive rebounds has increased by 5%, and his free throw attempt rate has increased almost double. The only difference is his turnover percentage has increased just a little bit, um, but also his usage rate has also increased. I was just about to say, he probably has the ball way more. He does. Everybody can't beat Monte Morris, where it doesn't matter how long you have the ball and you just don't turn it over. I still think that's – we've talked about that. And keep in mind, Monte had four years with us. Taman's still in his second year. He's very early in his second year, so he can get that figured out. Like he, Yeah. I I don't really have too much of a – I don't know. I'm not too worried about that. But um, I've been super impressed by him. I don't know if I love the fact that uh, – Craig, I think this is what you're going to say, so I'm just going to say it. If our offense runs through him, great. I like him kind of you know, commanding where the ball should go and setting things up. It's kind of like the Jordan Bohannon effect. If Jordan Bohannon is your leading scorer every game, you might not be winning those games. Taman Lipsy, go off, buddy. I just don't want him to be the only person going off. Like we need to have other people rallying behind him. And I think our, you know, we're, we're already showing some offensive woes this year, just from the, you know, few games that we have seen. And and that's, that's kind of where my concern is going into the season. Mm-hmm. Um, having a young team like this, you typically get better throughout the year, but I mentioned this last episode, other teams do too. Yeah. So if I, I just, I really was hoping that we were going to see some, offensive firepower right off the bat maybe that was an unfair expectation of me given how over half our roster is new but i don't know i think we need to get caught up fast it's an i oh sorry if go ahead newt if you want it i was gonna say anything you take it okay i think it's an identity crisis because when i watch the game it's like of course tame's gonna do lips he's gonna do what he does you know he's gonna control he's gonna when they need something, he'll find a way to draw a foul. Um, you know, I, I love that about him. Who is, and this is what I said, who's the guy? 
You need a bucket? I can't even predict who's going to get the ball. I can't say what's going to – I don't know. And are they playing team basketball? Absolutely. Run the play. Look for the best option. That's cool. But when it comes down to when you play a Kansas, when you play a Houston whose defense is out of control, when you play BYU whose offensive firepower, who, who's going to score? Like you, you have to have somebody, and I haven't noticed anybody that's maybe capable because I'm not sure. Um, defense is going to always keep them in games. They're like, like uh, what was that, the A&M game? They had it. They can't score. They mm-hmm. they stopped A and M, which is insane because I think the kid had like seventy something points in two games. He was just um he was monster killing that that uh, tournament. But they couldn't score. I think they scored like twelve points in the second half, and they had them down by ten or whatever it was. And I'm sitting there like watching this game, like you, you're not uh, an offensive team like that. It's impossible to hold them for twenty minutes of just they're not going to score, like. You, you have to find a way to score at some point. And I just don't know if this year that's what they're going to do. I thought they would raise it up, like you said, um, raise the bar offensively. But they're always going to be a good def- defensive team, and that's always going to hold them into games. But if you can't score, you're not going to win a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I am – I'm so I'm, – I'm not like – too worried about it yet because i i trust odds at this point but there there has been the last couple years like a bucket getter which has been nice you know like brockington was just like walking bucket you know out of Um, nowhere last year we had a couple guys that we could kind of go to you know cal uh holmes so uh, yeah i think i think this year they're because it's so young um, and like these guys have not played together at all, um, you know, with the transfers coming into that, there maybe needs to still be some patience of like figuring the chemistry out of how we're, how we're going to play with each other. But I think it is a little worrisome that someone hasn't kind of taken that besides Taman. I mean, Taman's look great, but the fact that he is statistically leading us in all categories, like he is our point guard and he has the most, he averages the most rebounds on our team. Like that, that's, that's worrisome. <laughs> Like, they call him six one. Ain't no way. Yeah, but like it's like your ain't guard, no your guard should not be winning the the boards for you. Like it's like that's a great benefit to have, but and someone it's only in the, six rebounds a game, I believe. Or yeah, seven. yeah. It's not even. Mm. It's not like he now. If he was averaging nine rebounds, I'd be yeah. like, yeah. It's six. like someone is in the front court has to be, you know, like step up there. Like I don't know. It's. And I think a lot of it's like figuring out minutes and, and things like that. There's a lot of guys getting like 20 ish minutes in that front court and stuff. And, and I think someone's got to pop up, um, yeah. but I'm still banking on it. A chemistry figuring out things. Um, but big 12 play is getting here close. And if you're not ready for big 12 play, it's going to, it's going to slap you real hard. So it's some teams too. It's some yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. I think we open up with like Houston right away. So oh. I Houston love it. is grimy. Yeah. <laughs> like you mm. keep it close with them, done. I don't. I'm a. I'm a. I. You know. I bleed Iowa State. You keep it close with Houston. I don't care who you think you are. Done. You have to blow them out the water because they figure it out. No matter how they're, it's ugly. And I like it's. It's the prettiest, ugliest thing. I. I love it. They just. They just. Grimy. Houston likes to get the ball out and run, don't they? Yeah. Or run defense pressure just maniacs they they're number one we're number two and they're actually killing iowa state a little bit like the the separation is like i think they hold people to 50 points and we hold people to like 56 six points is insane normally it's like point something at the top you know what i mean yeah i I would like to see iowa state you know kind of just run more of like up tempo i feel like um I don't know. I mean, we're still so new to the season. So, you know, dis- disclaimer to the to our audience, by the way, New and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. I feel like it's really hard to get a fair evaluation on this team. They're still so new. Um, I, I quite literally think over half the roster is new. Um, I could be wrong on that, but watching them play, uh, you know, against AM, against um, VCU, Virginia Tech, it really just felt like they're doing so many one-on-ones. Like it didn't feel like they were really running the offense. And my whole thing is, 
hell, if you're going to go off that one-on-one type offense, at least get out and run. Maybe get some momentum on your side, draw some fouls, get to the free throw line. That, that's just my thought on it. And it just felt like we were really slow on offense. And we were. it was almost like we were patiently waiting for someone to get open or someone to do something, but no one was really moving off the ball. I don't know. Um, like I said, I, I wish I just saw a little bit more offensive horsepower right away. Um, disclaimer, by the way, I think I mentioned it. Hey, I'm really excited for us to watch the ball. I didn't realize DePaul was ass. I think they've still only won one game all year. So <laughs> disclaimer, I did not look at DePaul's uh, record going into that game, and it was clearly obvious. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That, so you hear DePaul, and you're like, oh, they, they make the tournament every now and then. This will be a decent test. Nope. They were ass. I mean, Taman put up a triple-double against them, so that was cool to take out of it. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard to evaluate against teams like that, and, and A&M was losing two of their best players. Um, is it too – Craig, maybe this is a good question for you. You know, former student-athlete Craig Bracken's here, um, number 21, also number 21 pick in the NBA draft. Anyway, are we panicking too much on Omaha Baloo? Because he, he's he been getting some minutes, hasn't been doing anything on the court. Um, fi- our first and only five-star recruit we've gotten. Uh, like, tell us when we should hit the panic button or should, are we already pounding it? I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. And I was thinking the same thing when he plays 11 minutes because he, you have to take him out the game because he's not really doing anything. Um, I think I saw an interview, TJ, they asked him a question and he, he doesn't know who he is. Um, he dominated high school so easily, um, all the attention, um, it's different in college. People are as good or better, you know, um, he, he doesn't know who he is. I don't, I don't know a defender. I thought he was an offensive scorer at first. Um, you know, it looks like he hasn't found his identity offensively, but, it, it you you can't pull the plug yet um because it takes time i mean yeah, i remember my first couple games i didn't even think i would start i didn't know like i, I it, it's it's different but maybe big 12 play maybe some bigger games he might show up i'm not sure um but i don't know his identity and i it looks like he doesn't know it either and i think that's the biggest issue um is he's probably not comfortable yet with who he is or his role for the team. I think I did see a really good take. I think it was Chris Williams or Brent Blum, um, Brent Blum, excuse me. But, uh, they mentioned that he was playing with team USA all summer. He was not with Iowa state. So as far as, you know, finding his role in this team, it can take time. Um, also when I watched him in high school, it, it felt like he was just like that F, you know, that athletic phenom where you can just kind of walk into a basketball court if you're just better than everyone and do that. But like you said, you're moving to a heightened level of athleticism and D one college basketball. You got to start relying on you know skill fundamentals a little bit more. And I think that is going to be, I, I had a feeling that was going to be a transition for him naturally, just going from playing against a bunch of Iowa boys. Newt and I played Iowa high school basketball. <laughs> I mean, hell, we, we know the competition level there. And so, yeah, it's it's quite a step up. I figured it was going to take him time. But um, I don't know, seeing just kind of zero all across his box score, that, that's that been a little surprising. Newt, what are your thoughts on Baloo? Are you panicking or nah? No. I mean, I think the thing that's hard is like, He's not getting minutes either. I think that's what I'm panicking about. It's really hard as a player to get into any sort of rhythm when you're getting his last three games. He's gotten five, six, and six minutes. You know, like, what are you going to do in, in six minutes over an entirety of a game? Like, it's it's, it's really hard. He's not going to come in and just, like, demand the ball and shit. Like, like I don't know. I, I think that is what I am – you know, like most concerned about is getting him some adequate playing time. And like, he was supposed to be working the kinks out here in these like early games before we get to yeah. big 12 play. I think that's alarming. That's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about Omaha's maybe skills transitioning because like normally basketball, like 
if you're good, you can usually adapt. I feel like it's, it's, it's one of the, like one of those sports that I don't know, there's not as much like, not like luck, but like less variance in it. Like usually the best, better team wins in basketball a team with the best player win, like things like that. And I think a lot of times like, yeah, you might've played in high school and not, you know, had the best competition, but so many guys are playing the AAU circuit. They're going against other great guys like at this level that it's not like, Hey, he, he can't play with these guys. Otherwise he wouldn't have been a five-star career. He wouldn't have been like highly sought after, you know, some people, yeah, don't transition to the college game. And, but I don't think that's maybe the case here, or he's not getting the chance to transition to the college game because he played six minutes only against like the only power five competition that we've had so far this year. Um, so I think that's what worries me the most is, you know, is Ott's going to find time for him? Is he going to like earn it? You know, like we, we know with Ott's, like if you're not, you're not on the defensive end, <laughs> then, then your ass isn't on the court. Um, but I don't know that that's my concern with it. Can't really get into the weeds with it, I guess, or like, you know, talk more about it because it is a freshman, how he's adapting. I think the point with the team USA is a fair one too, you know, like, not getting a lot of that summer practice with the guys is, is probably tough, but he was also getting to play against and with a lot better competition too. So it's like, it goes back to the same point of like, I feel like the, you know, he knows that he belongs on this like stage. I, I think it's just getting the chance to get comfortable, prove it and, you know, kind of, kind of go for it. So maybe also just holding you know, him till the big 12 and then he's going to go for 30, 30 minutes and like average a double secret weapon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. What what I think it is too, and it's hard because like you guys said, Iowa competition. You guys played Iowa, but I know two dudes that did too, and it didn't stop them either. So, um, you know, with with uh, McDougie and 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 Harrison, like they transitioned pretty fine. I'm not I'm not comparing, but what I'm they were on the same. You know, top I played players. against That's Marcus fair. Page, uh, Page, Oglesby. West I was nervous about Paige coming out. Utah. That's too much for him. And he was fine. Now, yeah. did he become the greatest point guard and top? Okay. It doesn't ha always have to translate like that. And I think maybe people are panicking because normally when you have a guy, athletic forward, five-star recruit, they're normally showing signs of like, this is too easy. They're going to be done one and done, maybe two years. Maybe he might be a four-year Niang. You know, just that he was a five star. Like he'll figure it out. You know, I'll take I mean? it. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I, I'm just saying the route that it's looking. Like I said, I I think TJ's the perfect person to handle this situation where it's not gonna. He's not gonna get a lot of criticism, which is good because TJ's gonna be like, look, he's fine. The energy, the he's saying all the right things, which is right because, and this is where it comes down to their offensive struggles because when he has been in the game, they need something. They don't need mm -hmm. defense. Their team is, is defense. So you put a five-star in and then they, it's the same. They really can't score now. You know what I mean? And then it's like, we, we got to do something. And then you take them out. That was his three minutes. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I, and now think about if you had a, you know, a Tyrus McGee and a Naz and they're hitting some shots and now he's up and down the floor and then Ali Oop. And then it, now it looks like the five star has done something, even though he really didn't do nothing. But when you don't have that someone like like you guys said, someone to step up, like someone has established that I'm I'm the guy. Then you look towards what well, you got a you got a five star right there. What is he doing? It's he's on the bench and it's like ah that's tough. You know what I mean? And I I I hope it turns around. I hope it's the biggest game, number three Houston, and he goes crazy. And then that's when he finally understands who he is. Maybe he needs to go against more dudes as athletic or more than him to prove it. I don't know, yeah. but I just think that he's not going to be a one and done guy, which is good for Iowa State. Yeah. I, it's just I, hard I think that's as a, a five star to to see what's going on, you know. Yeah, it's a good. That's good. Glass half full, Craig. This is why I like having you on, man. I, I've been learning from Newt over the over the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just really positive about that. So yeah, no, that was that was good. That was good. Well, let's talk. Let's talk Cyhawk a little bit. Um, wild stat. I, okay, since 2017. The games have been decided by an average of 19 points. Honestly, Iowa's been kicking our ass. Four of the past five years, they've been killing us. Um, 
And li- listen, they're, they're coming to Ames, and I think that's like what makes me feel a little bit better about this matchup. I, okay. It I got a lot make of you thoughts. Feel better. I have a good stat for that. You ready? Let's hear since your stat. 19, since 1998, when uh, Larry took over, the home team has won this in this series. Is The home team is 20 and 6 in wow. this series. There, so, now I feel good. Yeah, I didn't um, beat them at their house. So. <laughs> you didn't? No, they came out like on a oh, 22-0 yeah. run, I remember, or something like that. And I was just like, this is different. This is different. Oh, yeah. Did you not play in the 2010, 2011? Yeah, because were you drafted? Okay. Yeah, that okay. was my draft year, yeah. Well, you did beat them in um, 2009 when they came to Ames, right? In my and freshman then, year when they were in Ames. That yeah. too. There it you go. Proving the point. <laughs> it was my sophomore year. This, and this is a side note to, I don't know if anybody ever knew this. Sorry if I've said this out loud. Um, after I had a whore, I didn't have a good game at Iowa. And I had a couple bad tournaments. I think we had, it was like, we lost to South Dakota state. I played eh, and then like, I was only averaging like six rebounds and like 11 points or something. It was really bad. I remember this, like it was yesterday. TJ came up to me and was like, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you going to do? And I was like, huh? And like, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm in a slump. He's just like, dude, you, you, you were supposed to be the man. And something, it was one of those on the terms that you're supposed to be the man and you're not like, I don't know what you're going to do. And I was just sitting there like, I'm bad. Like I, it's over. Like I, I, I don't, I'm not going to be good. And then that's I coach had, McDermott. No, it was TJ. TJ, like oh, Mc, TJ. McDermott didn't really. TJ was the motivator for me because I don't know if people knew TJ was my AAU coach. So I've known TJ since I was like 13, 14. So um, when I was a terrible kid, too, just, he didn't even play me. I was on the bench like five minutes a game. So um, <laughs> he used to come and just, he used to just challenge me, just come in. So he, I was sorry if this is going on, but I had um, uh, Tyler Hansen was a manager and a grad assistant for Iowa State, and we were roommates my sophomore year. TJ had him put all the top forwards and stats in the in the uh, in the in all of college basketball around the whole house, the bathroom, the kitchen, the refrigerator. It was in my locker room. It was everywhere, and he just highlighted me, and then I could see where everybody else: Blake, Gani Lawal, uh, 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 all the all the top dudes on every every conference there was. And I and he had the rankings where I was at and, I, and it was just highlighted. I'm at the bottom. I'm at the bottom. And I was just in the gym. I was going crazy. I hated it. Like it, it fueled me. And then I just started going crazy. And I, I, I felt like that's what helped me my sophomore year is the fact that I had this constant re- like reminder that I suck. I'm not good. Mm-hmm. That was it your Canon event. That's where everything spiraled. If, if it almost broke me, to spiral. be honest with you. I ain't going to even lie. <laughs> it almost yeah. broke me at one point where I really was like, wow, I'm bad. But it was a challenge. It, it really was. It, it was a challenge. And it's one of those things where it only takes a game to figure it out. I, I didn't I didn't know myself yet. I just thought sophomore, uh, freshman year, I did OK. I was decent. I'm just going to build off that. It was like, no, you have to triple that. Uh, we need you. And I was like, huh? And I don't know if Omaha's going through that, but. He needs one game. Like he needs to go mm-hmm. dunk on the dude uh, uh, Dickinson from Kansas, just, mm. just all in his face. And I promise you, well, AGS, he's gonna be Omaha. Like they won't even remember Omaha, Nebraska after that. They gonna only him. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's gonna kick. Like I just think he needs that that one thing. He hasn't had it yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's exactly what Oz is doing with Omaha right now. I don't know. Um, here's my thing with TJ against Iowa. Now we've seen it happen twice. It feels kind of reminiscent of Matt Campbell, Kirk Ferentz, where he succumbs to Fran McCaffrey style of play. And I think Otz is honestly a better coach overall. We've only had two years of him. So maybe I'm a little bullish on that, but I think he's a better coach, but whenever you succumb to playing the other team's style of, of ball, or I, let me say, don't prevent them from it, then I think that's an issue. So I think, you know, slowing them down as much as we can, creating turnovers, which we're pretty good at, but I was really good at taking or taking care of the ball. Like Tony Perkins is a hell of a point guard. And I think 
that's going to be a very big key to this game. If we can force turnovers and capitalize on them, I like our chances, and I think we can do that. But um, another another part of that is we just really set into a rhythm, and I think against these you know really highly emotional games against your in-state rival, you want to see a little bit more up-tempo. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's me personally, but I think that's a good way to get these guys going. I I have to disagree with you. I mean, TJ's only played Iowa twice, and I think both times the game has been a TJ-style game. It's been, like, slowed down, defensive focus. But last year, Iowa just shot the shit out of the ball. Like, it was actually ridiculous. Do you remember watching that game? Yeah. Because they could not You're miss. Right. It was, like, good defensive possessions, and then Iowa would put up some shit, and it was ridiculous. They ended up shooting over 50% from three, hit 12 of them. And I think in the first half, they just could not miss and we struggled offensively. But I wouldn't say like the game was an Iowa game where we were playing at their pace and they were dictating it. I think it was, we dictated the pace and Iowa just had better results playing that style of game. The year, TJ's first year, we completely dictated the pace. They ran to a brick wall of that good ass defense. And that was, you know, an easy win for us. I think this year is going to be a great year because it's like, you know, the fool me once, you know, like Fran came back out, they came back with a vengeance, but, but like they shot so well in that game, that, that that's just a tough one. Like sometimes you just got to tip your hat to someone and be like, Hey, you know, you, you guys that. were hot tonight and there is not forget shit that we money. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I were mean, money. You're that right. is all I remember from that I mean, game. Is they, they were, were they were fading to the slow. corner. Looked like yeah. it was behind the backboard, hand in face splash. Like that's that's that would take your heart out. Like yeah, I think that's what happened. Like that's what I'm saying. When I went to their house for the first time, they stole the ball five times in a row. I'm sitting there like, what's going on? They're up. It's rowdy, and I was just like, whoa. And it's like you just forget everything because it's so much. It's a rivalry and. When you're not from Iowa, you don't get it until you're put in it. And that's how I was. I remember, everybody, oh, you're so excited for Iowa. I'm like, bro, I don't even don't even understand. Like, you guys calm down. And then when I got in that game, I was just like, and even now, living in Arizona, I see black and gold. I, I hate it. I'm like, I, we're oh, not eating there. They got a, they got a Iowa flag. We don't eat there. I'm not eating there. They got a flag. No. <laughs> like, mm. my wife's like, what? I'm like, no. <laughs> we're going somewhere else going somewhere else hate it <laughs> that's fair new I, I i am gonna backpedal a little bit now they were lights out and i do remember us like putting some good clamps down on them it would be a, a hand in their face and they would still make it yeah i i think that's that's very that's a very fair point we, um, we did not play well offensively like we no. didn't and but, i think that was that was, was what i was wanting to see is not the issue I don't it didn't think feel like one. we were like, up tempo like trying to actually make a comeback it really felt like we were still just settling into an offense be like all right guys let's get a good shot here sorry when you're down by I don't know, 15 plus points. You got to have some sense of urgency. And honestly, that maybe it's just my style of play that I prefer. But when you're down, sometimes you want to get some of those like quick buckets where you're putting pressure on them. And again, if you're not even getting a good shot, maybe you'll get more of the yeah. Maybe you'll just find yourself more on the free throw line is I guess what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's true. We know. tried to shoot. We tried to shoot back into the game and. When they're shooting like that and you miss a couple and you're not being aggressive. When when someone's shooting like that, you want to go at them in their chest. You want to get fouls. You want to stop. You, you want to wear them down the too, so it will affect their shot offensively. Yep, you got to stop the momentum. You get a foul. You get a foul. The crowd calms down. You hit some free throws. It's not that up. That up and down when you're shooting, it only helps. If I if I can close my eyes and throw anything up, we're about to do this, and I'm just gonna keep heaving them up, and they're going in, and I feel good. But when you stop that. And we're taking breaks, and it's a possession, it's a stop, it's a free throw. I'm calm down. You're not hot anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that team last year had a couple just absolute offensive duds that were so. The pit game was the most depressing thing I've ever watched in my life, and I watched it at a pit bar in Pittsburgh. I'm the only fucker there in Iowa State gear. I'm being nice to everyone and stuff. And then people are like, "How this team is so bad? They haven't even made a shot yet." And I'm like. You guys were literally witnessing our work. Is that what we said? Remember? We said we'd rather play Pitt than Mississippi State. Oh, my God. I can't believe we said that. Because I watched that game and I was sitting there. I didn't. I didn't. This is what we wanted. (laughs) This is what we're going to do. Terrible. That was bad. Terrible. 
Nine percent um, from three point. We didn't score for the first ten minutes <laughs> of both halves. It was actually both halves. We did not score for the first ten minutes of the first, and we did not score for the first ten minutes of the second. Like, this oh, this the is a kind of a hot take because Pitt was better than UAB, but that honestly was a worse loss than UAB, if you ask me. It was terrible. It was terrible to watch. It was it was Pitt, awful. Pitt wasn't even good. Like there wasn't good. They just. We were that bad, and they I don't know. I i was just like, wow, we got the matchup I felt in my mind was better, but maybe Mississippi State would have been better. Probably, <laughs> kind of, honestly, what, if we played that way, beat anyone on that day, yeah, you're not gonna beat Ames High, so who cares? Yeah, <laughs> gosh. Um, well, let, let's uh, let's talk about some predictions actually maybe not predictions yet the one last thing I, w- I just wanted to mention Iowa really hasn't beaten anyone noteworthy they got piss pounded by Purdue they lost to Creighton which I think Creighton's pretty good but I also think they, they can be beatable depending on how well they're shooting it um I don't know how to pronounce his last name is it I'm gonna say crikey Ben crikey you know yeah um Ben crikey been shooting on fire 60 percent from field goal 33 percent from three um yeah also on the other page, we really haven't beaten anyone noteworthy. If I'm not going to count VCU. If we want, we can count VCU. But I don't think either of these teams have really, you know, knocked anyone's socks off. So it'll be interesting. I, it, is this the battle of mid? Is that what we're seeing? I think we're going to be good by the end of the year. But right like, now, maybe are we mid? Hawk doesn't matter. Like in like you can never take any way anything away from these rivalry games in basketball or football. We beat. Iowa, the year I think that we only won, like, what was it? That was the Battle of Mid when it was like, uh, what was it? <laughs> uh, Wigington was like the main guy on the team. Like, everyone had left besides Wigington, and Iowa was asked to. And it was like the last time the game was like slightly competitive. Yeah. And we won. It's like, oh, we're going to a Big 12 play. We might do something. And then lo and behold, we got, yeah, we're terrible. It, it, so. it doesn't matter because Iowa could be ranked 10. They come into Ames and they get beat. Like, it's just. You know, it's the same thing in football. You know, we always have a chance when they come to our house. And sometimes when we go to theirs, like the rivalry is just crazy. Uh, You don't know what's going to happen. So it's tough. I love it. But whoever is uh, at home, I'm like, they're going to win by 20 in my mind. It's going to happen. That sounds good to me. I'll I'll take that this year. So. Before score predictions, X Factor. Do you guys have anyone who you think is just going to be the total catalyst of this game? One of my favorite players on Iowa State right now. Uh, Damon? No. What's his name? The the little short guard. Uh, Oh, Jackson. Jackson. Kowalewski? Yes, that dude is energy. He's a ball of energy. He is fun. He's 160 pounds soaking wet. That dude is fearless. Float games crazy. Uh, he, He brings the spark. I like it. Um, he's not supposed to be out there. I'm not. I'm not bragging. On, I'm not saying like he's not good. I'm not saying that. it's just he doesn't look like he's supposed to be out there, and he brings a ton of energy. He fights hard. I, I love it. I I just love his game. Um, I feel like he's just gonna he's gonna bring that passion because that's what he's been doing, and that's that's who I'm going with. I love he's that. been getting a lot of minutes lately too. You have it's, to. It's, you, it's kind of a hey, give us some spacing to. here. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was guarding like a six six dude from DePaul. It, like that was the matchup because that was their two guard. It didn't matter. You had to. Like, oh well. Like he's you have to. That was odd saying, all right, we're up by 30. You see that big guy? He's yours. Show us <laughs> what you made of Jackson. Is that what it was? Hey, either way, if the game was closed, that dude's bringing something and energy. I'm putting him in the game every time. He's my he's starting until it it doesn't look right. I don't care. He's he's all energy. New, who's your X factor? I was actually gonna pick Jackson too because he's gotten an increase in no minutes. No way. I think mine my other one too is I I'll go with a uh, Bob Jones staying out of foul. Bobby <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Been taking care of the ball better this year. And ripping down more rebound. efficient. He's he's at, he's. He needs to be someone needs to be our leading rebounder. It's that or uh, Trey King is another X factor too. When ah, Trey King is on this. This he was mine. Totally different. When is Even he last year. When is he gonna? I don't know. He went off against DePaul. Cut you off, but 
that that this wait till Trey King, wait till he's here. He's here. I I, well, I think Trey Trey King was my X factor. I, I think he's like one of those guys who's just hyper athletic. When he's on, he's so fun to watch. To Craig's point, maybe he could be more consistent, sure. But he, he I think he actually kind of matches up decently well against Iowa too. Like I, I think I think he could feast. Um, he was my X factor because I don't want to duplicate. I'm going to go with Milan. Dude, if, if Milan is shooting really well, I think that could be a big determiner in this game. We, we got to have people making shots. At the end of the day, Iowa, I was going to make – they're going to make their shots, whether That's they make – number 22? Uh, what is Milan? Is he 22? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. Milan, the, the, the first names throw me off. I just – I go by the, I, the, the or Dude, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, he is kind of a bucket. He's very he I like his shot selection. He's very good at knowing when he can make make a shot. <laughs> and that that sounds kind of lame. That was always my critique on Robert Jones last year, though. It just felt like sometimes he'd be down low and he was like, Oh, I'm close to the hoop. I'm gonna shoot it. And it wasn't always the best shot selection. Um, which again, I will commend him again. He's gotten way better on his shot selection. But that's what I love about Milan. I think he is very good at choosing when he wants to pull up, and he's a bucket. Let so, me put my hands on him. He forgets that he's six eight, six whatever. He's taller, and he, he's lanky he gets the fuck. ball. Mm-hmm. Like he'll he'll have a guard on him, and I'm like, yes, post up, back down, turn, shoot. You can't see him, and he's like, I can't do anything, and I go. Oh, I'm like, can I just somebody just can I'm gonna fly out there and I'm like, TJ, let me get some time with him. And I'm gonna show him, like, bro, remember you are six. I hope he's six eight, six nine, because that's what I assume. Six seven, six eight, right? Let, let's say he's six nine. They got him at six eight on the Okay, the that means he's yeah, six, six, six and three quarters then possibly because <laughs> cause, 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 cause Lipsy is six one and I'm like, ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. He's five eleven and a half in my mind. Like, ain't no way. But hey, nothing wrong with being sub six foot, Craig. There is nothing wrong. Don't you're being hyped. Nothing wrong at all. There's, there's not. I apologize. We celebrate our short kings here. I'm just saying, he his shot is insane. He can really shoot the ball. But with that shot, you have to put yourself in easier situations instead of waiting for someone to throw it till you catch fire. And then that's when you're going to score. Go down low and get something easy. Go down, turn around, just shoot it over a, a six-four guy who's guarding you because you're not going to put the. He's not going to. He doesn't. He can't dribble really. So when he's six-four guarding you, you can't put the ball down. You're not the strongest yeah. dude, but you can still poke. Like go look at some tape on Dirk. I, I'm not saying he's going to be Dirk. He's got some Dirk shot, qualities though. You can. Well, that's what I did. I didn't think I was dirt, but I didn't think I was KD either. But I watched those those clips and tried to figure out. I'm skinny and I'm tall like KD. How did he score? And I saw advantages against stronger dudes. That's what you're supposed to do. Like he, he I think he could be the 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 scorer, but it can't just be catch and shoot threes. That's, people are going to be able to guard that. You got to do something else. Be more mm-hmm. dynamic. Well, this is good. I like all this stuff. I, I think um, I like our chances against Iowa mostly just because I think I, I don't love that they're more veteran than us and we're younger. That typically does not play in the favor of the younger team in a, in a game like Cyhawk. Honestly, right. I don't think it does. Um, but I do think that they you know show some flaws and. Hell, if we knock down some shots, anything's possible. I know we've been saying that the past two years since Oz has taken over, but hey, it, it, it proves to be right. When we are making shots, we typically win every game. Um, yeah. I don't know. Final score predictions. Newt, you first. Oh, I wasn't ready to go first. By the way, <laughs> I have I tried to find the line on it. DraftKings only has through Wednesday night, so we do not have the line right now. We can't play guess the line. I cannot find the line either, so uh, we're in the same boat there with that Damn. one. Um, oof, I I hate being the the pessimist here, but I think the point about us being really young and it being a rivalry game does worry me a lot. Like, oh, I, I don't shit. know. But I think the atmosphere of Hilton is going to help a ton, but I, I don't know. I, I, I'd honestly probably lean Iowa a little bit because of that, but – I'll be an optimist and say that I was thank you. <laughs> wins sixty-nine to sixty-two. Nice. 
Nice. Ooh. All I right, Craig. That. I don't like that prediction at all. I would just. Say <laughs> I got <laughs> Iowa State just figuring it out in the second half, and I'm going to go 77 69. Okay. Nice. I like that. Nice. Um, so Iowa hasn't scored any less than 67 points this entire season. It was against Oklahoma. Um, and on conversely, they also, the lowest points they've allowed was against Alabama state this year, also 67 points. So, um, this is like dumb brain mentality here. Part of me just thinks if we can get 69 points, baby, we win. (laughs) And then honestly, here's how I'm feeling. So I, I really like your score prediction, New. I, I know that you don't like it, but um, I do think that we are more poised to hold Iowa to one of their lower scoring games, especially just being in a Hilton atmosphere. It's, it can be really hard to get, you know, the ball going when the, when, when the lights are very bright and when the Coliseum is super loud. So mm-hmm. I actually think it's going to be. Um, give me a second here. Give me a second. I'm not going to do this. No, I'm, I'm going to go with what I think is actually going to happen. I think it's going to be um, a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I do think it's going to be an I will win. So that was why I was really hoping you wouldn't pick Iowa Newt because that's just, oh, just hey, a bad no, look. You take my score then and I'll take the Iowa win. I'll take 69-62. I really like that score, but Iowa. I think Iowa's going to win 69-62. Um I, I'm not confident in that. They're so like, this old. is one of like, those really weird sidelines. They're old. Side games. <laughs> their team is so fucking old. They're all seniors and 50 years. They're all seniors and grad students. Yeah. yeah. We got a bunch of babies. Damon Lipsky is like our I, oldest player. Iowa State runs more. They run more at Hilton. So the tempo is definitely higher at Hilton. Um so maybe, like I said, the crowd in the second half, they figure it out, you know? X Factor is the crowd. Oh, 100%. The crowd. 100%. Students it's going to either help us shoot. It's going to – defensively, they're all they're going to they're gonna hold teams. Like, I'm not worried about defense, but can we score? And I'm hoping the crowd gets us jacked. That's it. That's what I'm going off of. Like, mm. I don't know. Mm, big question here. Do we know – if Rocco Becht is going to be in attendance. <laughs> Why? That didn't I help just have us, a feeling uh, in week two. <laughs> we're going to be on fire if that man is in attendance. Um, 69-62, that's my prediction. Unfortunately, Cyclones lose out on this one. New, give me give me your – you got to stick with Iowa State. You can't, you can't pull back on that. I originally said that I was going to win, and then I felt guilty because I'm always the negative one here. That's true. You usually are. So this is a great opportunity. When you're wrong, I can be right. No. Okay. Well, (laughs) well then just take Iowa. Uh, No, we'll we'll both take Iowa then. We'll we'll be the, we'll be the podcast that that takes Iowa and the Cyhawk game. The 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 two hosts both take them. Yeah. I'll be the Iowa. At least we got Craig here. (laughs) At least we got Craig. I'll be the loyal ex player and go with Iowa State. (laughs) Well, forever. You guys, you guys could be. The, I don't know. The <laughs> I don't know what you guys just turned cyclone, into. Beaten down Cyclone fans. The beaten down Cyclone. <laughs> they bet not lose to Iowa. They bet not. At, at New, are we giving the exact same score prediction? 69-62? I love no, that you're score. You're not taking my not shit, dude. Okay, well, I want, I want 69. So I'll do 69-64. It goes to 71, and it's still like three, four minutes left. Oh, I'm looking at that TV thinking about y'all. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I, I'm I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go 69 Iowa State, nice. Okay. To let's go with 74 Iowa, which I don't think they're gonna get 70, but just because you know I, I gotta. I only said 70 because of the crowd. Yeah. Okay, 69 64 Iowa. Final predict. Yeah, final prediction. Lock it in now. 69 64 Iowa. Hope I'm wrong. That'd be nice. That would, that would okay. be nice. I like that. I think this is our best episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Definitely good. Well, if you made it this far, head on over to BNC Fieldhouse for the ugly sweater party. Um, if you 
are making it over to Mickey's. They got some TVs there. Maybe you can catch the Iowa State game if you're not going to be in Hilton, but please cheer very loud for all of us. Head to Hilton. Head to Hilton Coliseum. If you're not in Hilton, then what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I mean, you're in Ames, Iowa. Like, I'll just say it. The most fun things to do there is go to these games. What what the hell are you doing? Get you a walk-in taco. But if you're not, then go to BNC Fieldhouse, our our presenting sponsor of today's episode. Absolutely get get there. Get get a burger, get some beer. Um, Any last thoughts before we close it out, guys? I hate the Hawkeyes. And us we trust. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was funny. That was funny. (laughs) All right. Well... I, I think that's it for us, right? Roll clones, baby. Best episode Roll yet. Roll clones. <laughs> <laughs>